Jennifer Dawn. And I'm Adrienne Garland. Welcome to the Unbreakable Podcast. Our lives and our businesses are chock full of so many challenges. And sometimes through outside circumstances, the changing world, and even our mindsets, we find ourselves on the brink of burnout, listlessness, or even failure. But what if there is a way to build your resilience and literally become unbreakable? Come along with us on our journey of discovery to gain insight, pick up tips, and get inspired as we go deep with our guests to uncover how the divine combination of physical challenge and mental strength come together to help them on their journey to becoming unbreakable. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Unbreakable Podcast. I am a co-host with, along with Jennifer Dawn, um, and we are so excited for our guest today. We are. Her name is Sandy Slade, and she runs an amazing company called Scholastics. And I have had the privilege of working with Sandy for, I think we were discussing this almost four years now to grow her business. And it has been such a fun ride. And I know there's a lot more fun stuff to come. But Sandy, welcome, welcome. We are so excited to have you today. And just say a big hello. And then tell everybody a little bit more about who you are and what you do. Absolutely. Hello, everyone. Uh, My name is Sandy Slade, and I am the CEO and founder of a company called Scholastics. We're an all-in-one physical activity solution for physical education and after-school programmers that make physical activity simple. We've been in business for over 20 years. Uh, uh, Prior to that, I was a professional sports entertainer. I did tricks with basketballs for a living. So I basically am a serial entrepreneur. Never have written a resume, never have had a job interview. I've always been in business for myself. It's so cool. You should see Sandy spin a basketball. It's like the coolest thing ever. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's too bad you don't have one right at your fingertips because we are recording this video. It could, (laughs) you know, we could add right there. Yeah. So maybe (laughs) maybe you could grab it during a little bit of a a break. (laughs) That's awesome. I mean, I, I, I know we're going to be talking all about everything that sort of led you to feel that you are truly unbreakable. It's what this podcast is all about. Um, but I just love the fact that you're a serial entrepreneur and that you've never written a resume. You're my hero. <laughs> um, I'm a recovering corporate um, person. Uh, and I just think that entrepreneurship is the answer, I believe, for women. Um, so I'm just super excited to, to sort of dive into this conversation and hear a little bit more about some of the things that may have been challenges throughout your life and your career, your entrepreneurial journey that you feel like you can now say, I, I am unbreakable. Yeah, absolutely. Be happy to share. Awesome. So, Jen, I know that you probably have a, a couple of questions since you know Sandy so I do know well. Sandy, and it, we're going to dive right in. So, Sandy, yeah. let's go. I want to hear, because I know these are things I probably don't know about Sandy, yeah. and I'm really, really excited to find out. So, I just love if you would share with us, you know, a time in your life where you were challenged and what that looked like and how you moved through it and how you overcame and what you learned sure. from it. I'd love to hear. 
So I think uh, right from the start, actually, to tell you, my whole life, had, there was a destiny for me to always never give up. I mean, when I was born, uh, the doctor that was, delivered me was uh, high on drugs at the time. And I had almost died and my mom almost died. I have scars on my face and on my neck from forceps that forced me out where they literally moved the table, uh, uh, pulling me out. And it was very touch and go at the time. And so my mom always said, Sandy, you know, you always started out really rough, but we know that there's something good for you in life. There's a reason why you're here. And, and so you know, I, I look at that and say, yeah, there is a reason why I'm here. And I've always tried to make the most of, of, of I guess, my talents and just understanding that I, I had something to give and just to make the most of it and never to give up. I mean, you can go through life your whole life and, and there's always been obstacles, but I, I have always found that those obstacles are ways of a learning process and then it just makes you stronger. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And I have always found that from uh, being an entertainer, wondering where I'm going to be able to pay for my for my rent, you know, because I was first starting out and trying to get gigs, I guess. Uh, I got so close to thinking, oh, maybe I have to be a street performer. I didn't I didn't know, you know, and but I never had to do that. And then I, I was able to to do things where little things that happen opportunities presented themselves and I took advantage of those opportunities and those things made things take off. It, it's amazing the, the, the pattern and the map of what my life has taken. Uh, you know, I, at 12 years old, I saw someone put on a show doing tricks with basketballs. And when I saw that person, I said, that's what I want to do with my life. And so I went to, um, what I really liked about it was the way that person made other people feel. And I said, I want to make people feel that way at 12. I had no clue, but that's what I wanted to do. And by my junior year in high school, I was performing. And then after graduating from college, ending up doing this professionally for 22 years, half times of NBA games, colleges, school assembly programs, traveled the world. And that was my, that was what defined me. That was who I was. That's what I was always going to be. But there's something called getting older. And I didn't realize it at the time. But in my mid-30s, the aches and pains started coming. And I realized physically, I, I'm not going to be able to do this forever. And it was just a real rude awakening because something that I had worked my whole life at ended up saying, you know what, you're not going to be able to do this forever. So mm. I had to start thinking about another way to make a living. And mm. uh, at that moment... At that exact time, when I was trying to deal with this, someone asked me if I would put on a, a workshop teaching basketball fundamentals at a, a PE conference. And I did it, and it went great, and they were like sponges, and I really enjoyed it. So I started to think, this is an opportunity to be able to teach basketball fundamentals to PE teachers, and I became known as an expert at teaching basketball. I did it for five years. But what was neat about it was the fact that I was be able to learn through the process of asking questions. How can I help these people? How can I make it easier for these people to teach kids the fundamentals of basketball? And that's when I came up with this concept of Scholastics, which is now my company. And it was, uh, you know, I never, you never think about it. But as I was going through this ride of, of, of developing my company, 
it just became clearer and clearer that my purpose was not to be an entertaining in a, anymore. It was to, to create products to help uh, in a different way, inspire in a different way. So. Wow, so powerful. And, you know, Sandy, one of the things that we are doing, you know, my story with picking up all these crazy ass Spartan races in and that I've been discovering is this parallel, this connection between your physical fitness and your business and your success in business. And you are the physical fitness like guru because your whole business is based on getting kids moving and helping to overcome childhood obesity and helping children have very positive experiences with physical activity, which unfortunately, a lot of them don't in their you know, PE classes, they don't have positive experiences. And so I would love to hear your, your take on how has physical activity, do you feel like contributed to your success or not? I would love to hear what your thoughts are on those two being paired together. Yeah. I'm probably a little biased because that's my life is physical activity, but I would say being physically active is the best drug in the world. It helps. It gives you energy. You feel great. Um, it, it makes you feel like you can do anything and develop self-esteem. Everything about physical activity just makes you feel good. And that what I have always tried to instill in other in kids is that you know, you don't have to be an athletic athlete. That's not what it's about. It's about just moving the body. And by moving the body, how much better you feel. And you know, Jennifer, firsthand, when you when you do the Spartan races, how good you feel, especially going across that, that finish line and know what you finished. But just inside, internally, uh, it just you just feel so good. And there have been times, I mean, when you talk about unbreakable, there have been, uh, I've had some back injuries just because of what I put my body through for many years. And there was a, I was out for a full year and in pain, basically for a full year and pain consumes you and not being able to perform and be active. I tried to be active as much as I could slowly, maybe pedaling on a bike, which was laughable to me, but at least it was something. But it was really, it really played when you're with your head if I wasn't able to be active. But um, overcoming it and realizing at some point I would heal myself and be able to continue um, being physically active the way I wanted to be. And I look at it now as a non-issue. I just have to make sure I take care of my body. Mm -hmm. And talk yeah. to me a little bit, Sandy, because I do remember when you were going through your back injury and you couldn't exercise at the level that you wanted to. And now one of the things that you're doing, I think it's every Wednesday, which I'm so <laughs> proud of you for, but I really want you to talk about that mindset of what did you have to do with your mindset to get yourself back into being physically active, like after an injury. And then I'd love for you to speak to what you do now. Because <laughs> I love that, that that mindset around, right, taking the time for a physical activity that maybe you weren't taking before. Yeah, it was one of those things when I was injured, trying to find that sweet spot where I could slowly get better. So you'd push yourself a little bit, and then you'd be have too much pain, then you'd have to go back two steps, then you would go forward one step, and then back three steps. And so trying to find what was going to work and going working with physical therapists and finally finding something that slowly, which included stretching and slowly building up those muscles. I started by walking 
like, um, I would say 50 steps uh, on my street and back. Mm -hmm. And then I would say to myself, okay, now I want to make 100. Then I want to make it, you know, 200 steps. Now I want to make it, you know, and I kept on setting those little goals for myself. And eventually I said, you know, I want to be able to walk a mile. And then I started walking. Walking was where I had to start. And when you're at a top physical condition as a professional athlete, to walk a mile is laughable. But to me, recovering from an injury, I was, I felt just as good walking that mile the first time I was able to do that as if I had just performed in front of 24,000 people. It was the same type of feeling that I can't believe I did this and that I could see the light at the end of the tunnel that I was going to get better. So it was those slow progressions that that gave me um, inspiration to keep going. So mm, I love but, that. Um, as a business owner, it's uh, difficult. A lot of things <laughs> <laughs> being thrown at you all the time, whether it's employees or just things that happen all the time. And it's stressful. And there's a and one of the things that Jennifer always talked about is that you have to have time for yourself. You've got to give yourself time for yourself where you can re-energize because it's so important. Now, for me, I, I get that. And I always thought, well, I get it through working out. But I, I needed another break during the, the week where I could step away completely and then come back. And opportunity, I'm a part of a golf club. And they have women's golf. Actually, it's on Tuesdays. And I, I, you know, I said to Jennifer, I, you know, I don't know if I can take time off during the week, uh, during business to take time off. And she said, yes, you do. And you're going to. uh, (laughs) So I said, oh, okay. And I tell you, the first three months, maybe I felt so guilty that I was taking time off yet. I had the blessing of my employees. They were happy that I was doing it. And now I look forward to it. And I tell you, it makes all the difference in the world, taking that time off, you know, and it's like four hours, I might come in in the morning before I go and then I'm in in the afternoon. But that time just for myself to just play golf and be with other people other than in my business. It, it, it's amazing. So that was good advice from her. And I'm glad I took it. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I've just seen su- such a shift in Sandy, because when we say, oh, I'm going to take time out during the week to work on me, to have time for me, and she's still doing something physical. So she's moving. I love that. I love that it's physical. So you're moving and you're also outside. So you're in nature. Right. And those two things together on a Tuesday, where it and I and I thank you so much for sharing that it was months of feeling guilty before you pushed through that. And now when I've talked to you recently, the mindset is absolutely I have to do this. It's no longer, oh, how am I going to do this? It's I'm doing it and that's it. And you've now seen such benefit from it because you stuck with it and you moved past that guilt that now you're getting all the reward. Yeah, absolutely. I'm a part of a CEO forum where 12 business owners get together once a month to talk about our issues. And the majority of the people in there can't take time off. They could never take time off. They never go on vacations. They are completely consumed with their business. And I see the stress in their eyes. And that's not what life's all about. You've got to take time to step back and have time for yourself because that's just doing great for your business. And 
I was one of them, though. I, honestly, I, you know, 24-7 completely. And now that I have the balance of being able to take that time off in the middle of the week and other times uh, is made all the difference in the world. And I'm much more productive because of it. Yeah. This is why the idea of pairing the Spartan race with a business retreat, this is this is exactly why. Because those business owners in your CEO forum who say, oh, I can't take time off, right? And it's such an easy trap. I've fallen into it many times myself of saying, well, I, of course, I can't take that Friday off. And no, I can't cut back on my working hours. And when you get out on a Spartan course, you're going to be like, I can't do this. But it's like, and maybe there's some things that you can't, but you actually can. You start to learn so many things about yourself of just like, wait a second, that's just crap that I keep telling myself and I actually can. And if I ask for help and if I do it with somebody and if I see other people doing it, like I can actually figure out how to do these things. And that's exactly why we we paired these two things together to to work to help people overcome that mindset of I can't and learn how to turn it into I can. So we're going to present them with a challenge that they haven't seen <laughs> before. And um, it's yeah. interesting, though, what you said, Sandy, about confidence, because Kate Hudson, who was uh, on a couple episodes ago, and Kate is actually coming to our retreat in May, she ran her first Spartan race. I don't Adrian, you probably didn't know this, but she ran her first Spartan in yeah. San Diego this weekend. And she was like, yeah. Jennifer, at the end of that race, she was like, I am a badass. I'm like, yes, <laughs> you are. Yes. She was just like, the feeling, the confidence, the holy smokes, like I did this. She's like, it was just crazy. I was like, now you see why I did 12 last year, because it's like right. addicting that. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Let me go blow my own mind. Let me go blow my own mind. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's right. And it just keeps you, it just develops that self-esteem that you feel like if I can do this, I can do anything. So when I look at my business, you know what, I, I can attack it on all different fronts, any type of challenges that come up, I can handle it because look at, I've done a Spartan race. That's all. That's, that's, right. <laughs> that's harder sometimes than a <laughs> business for sure. So. Yeah. One, one of the things that I really love is that I, I think in we live so much, especially now in our heads, right? We live from here up and we forget that our body has knowledge too. And I think sometimes we don't tap into that because we're not taught how to, right? It's like the, listening to your body, yes, but that is an intelligence that is outside of your mind. So I, I love the concept of bringing together physical with business because there's stuff that we know that we might not know that doesn't sort of come to the surface until, you know, we're out there maybe trying to climb over something. And then, then you know, then we get it because it's this, inner knowing. Um, and you know, that's one of the things that I'm super looking forward to. I've, I've done things like a try, you know, a mini triathlon or, you know, I, I do this running club thing every Saturday morning. Um, and there's just something about moving like that. And, you know, every, every Saturday I'm, I'm like running six miles, which is not, and oftentimes during the week, I don't do very much. So the fact that I can get out there and just kind of 
do six miles is pretty astounding. But you know, that's my that's also my muscle memory yeah. too. Yeah. Right. So it's like I know how to do that. Right. I just need to take those first steps. Absolutely. So yeah, I, I love this. And and Sandy, one of the things that you were talking about before completely reminds me of the book Atomic Habits. Mm-hmm. And we we talked about this um on on one of our, our um health coaching calls the other day. Um, but the, I don't know if you if you've read the book or know the story. I've heard of it, but I have not read it. You you've heard of it from yeah. me, Sandy, because it's been yes. in some of our trainings. Um, James yes. Clear, Atomic yeah. Habits. It's James such a good Clear. one. Yeah. And he he suffered a physical injury. He was he was hit uh, in the head by someone um, backing up a baseball bat when he oh, was younger, yes, yes. and so. Yeah. So he had to literally relearn how to walk and talk yeah. and, and all of it. And the way he did it is is very much exactly what you said. It was, you know, one foot in front of the other, little little steps every day that stack on top of each other. And if you just have that consistency, that small step turns into something very big and very powerful. And it just, it totally reminds me of what you talked about with your back injury. It's the patience to, to understand that it's going to happen, but you've got to be persistent and keep at it and keep mm. at it, even though the increments are so small. And I think mm. what helped me was as an entertainer learning basketball tricks you know, I set those little goals. I wanted to spin the basketball on my finger for a minute. Then I set it for a minute, 10 seconds, and then a minute, 20 seconds, you know, so I set these little goals for myself. I did that all the time. I wanted to be able to do this for a certain amount of time and then, uh, you know, increase that time. And then eventually I perfected it. So that's the same idea that I put to this injury. I have to set these little small goals and I think that parallels also with business. You know, things, mm-hmm. you know, don't happen. You're an overnight success in 20 years. That's pretty much the way it happens. I mean, and it's yes. little, little steps toward success. Or and, mm-hmm. and that's the way I feel about business, too, and it's persistence. And then any kind of obstacles or challenges that happen, I look at them as this is just a learning experience for me. I've got to figure out why this is happening and what I have to learn from here and then move Mm -hmm. forward. And it just makes you stronger. I I just Mm -hmm. totally believe that. And it's been a complete mindset because I tell you, when I went to see Jennifer, you know, I called her the first time I talked to her. I remember that conversation and I was in tears because I didn't know where to take my, my company anymore because my company was based upon grew because of me. I was the brand. I was the brand selling the products. But the but it ended up that the company, the brand was uh, really, I wasn't performing anymore. So I wasn't out there promoting the brand. And so because of that, sales started going down and then trying to figure out how do you continue building this brand without me who was, you know, kind of, uh, you know, promoting it. And uh, I didn't know how to. I kept on throwing spaghetti on the wall, trying to figure out the best way to do it. And I couldn't couldn't find it. And and so just being able to say, you know what, my hands are up in there. I need help. And that was hard just to admit that mm. first, because, you know, I've been by myself the whole time. I've run my own businesses. I've done great. 
And then now to ask for help, that was difficult. But I tell you, the best thing I ever did. Oh, Sandy, you read my mind so because I really wanted yeah. you to speak to this because right now there's yeah. going to be people who are listening to this and they're going to be struggling in their business. They're yeah. not going to know what to do. They're going to not want to ask for help. I don't know what it is about entrepreneurs. We're all just like, we have to have the, all the answers. We have to carry a whole world on our shoulders. And they're like, there's some thing that if we ask for help, you know, the world's going to end. And it's not true. <laughs> it's not true. And so I would just love for you to speak to that person who's listening right now, who's struggling with getting some help. And what was it that like really made you like make that phone call? Like, where did you have to get to, to just like be like, okay, I've got to get some help here. Sure. Two things happened at the time. There was a entrepreneur, uh, class out of a college here that said they would come in oversee some businesses, kind of do a review on your businesses. And I heard about it. I thought, yeah, I'll have these kids do that for a semester. So 12 kids came into my business. Uh, they overlooked at everything and they did a great job. And then the day came for them to put on their presentations. They're in their dresses and their suits and their professors are there and we're in a round table and ready to do the PowerPoint. And I'm sitting there and they start talking about my business and all the potential of my business. And then they got into how, ma how many things that I'm doing wrong with my business. And I'm sitting there mm -hmm. thinking, you guys are not even wet behind the ears. How would you <laughs> even know about what's going on with my business? You know, But I felt the tears in my eyes because I thought, damn it, they're right. They're right. Mm -hmm. and, and I just sat there and I listened to them. So that was it. And it just hit me. And that made me go into uh into Barnes and Noble and I go into the business section and there's hundreds of books to pick from and I have no idea where to pick from and I'm just looking at all these books and I see the pumpkin plant and I say you know what I'm going to grab that that just catches me I looked at the beginning the introduction I go okay and it spoke to me that book spoke to me so much and I, and that's where they talked about, uh, you know, we have coaches and that's when I called them and I said, you know what, I need a coach. So between the, the, the kids and then getting, picking the book out of all these books, picking the right one and then saying, you know what, I'm going to reach out and find somebody that can help me. Those two things made all the difference have changed me and tripled my business since that happened four years ago. Yeah, it's you're you're um, getting I, close I to just almost have to say, quadrupling your business yeah, from when yeah. we first started. You're you're on that path. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I I just I love that so much on a multitude of levels because it 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 almost does speak to destiny and and exactly what you need. You were drawn to all of these things, but you it, like I, I love the story about the the students and also sort of mirroring and and you know the information that they gathered from you and that you told them that they're just they were just mirroring back to you what you told them yeah. but it was it was uh, it, something switched in you that then prompted you to take this action and i love the fact that you you sort of said world what do I need? And it was given to you. And then you got to Jennifer, yes. which 
is just so beautiful on so many levels. I love it so much. Um, And the fact that then, you know, and I know how Jennifer, she coaches me on a lot of things too, just her ability to help you to help yourself is magical. Mm -hmm. So I love to hear that your business has quadrupled since then. And it's not just reliant on you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. It's it's been been quite a journey and uh and I I just I really had to look myself you know squarely in the face and and look at where did it have to happen? It had to start here. And I, but I needed mm-hmm. direction. I needed guidance. And I was willing mm-hmm. to work at it. I just needed guidance. And, and, mm. and so being able to have that guidance and direction, and I don't know, you know, higher power or God, I always kept on saying to myself, there's so much more that I feel I have to give to this world. Why am mm-hmm. I not being able to do this? You know, why mm-hmm. aren't you helping me do this? And so uh, with the things that happened that were really difficult to deal with, with those kids telling me, mm-hmm. you know, and just seeing my business the revenue go down and down. I, I just, uh, you know, I, I was finally realized, you know, that now I have direction and now I'm feeling I'm, I'm living, living up to my potential that I always felt God intended me to do, you know? And so mm-hmm. that's, I feel so much more at peace because I just, I was struggling because I just didn't think, why am I not getting, giving it, make it easy for me, Sandy. So, Cause you know, you got more to give. But, you know, it had to go the way it did. And I'm so grateful that the way that it happened. And uh, uh, I'm just, uh, it's just my mindset and Jennifer can contest with it. You know, that that's, uh, I've changed a lot in four years. Yeah. And it's such a great example of Unbreakable because when I did talk with Sandy in that first conversation, and you probably remember this, you were just like, I have lost my drive. I, yeah. I don't like this. Bu- you did not like your business and yeah. you were kind of ready to w- almost like walk away from it. And it was like, I need to make the decision of, should I just, you know, let this thing go and go do something else. And for all those, you guys who are listening, if you've been a business owner for any length of time, you know, there's those points where there. I yeah. raise a hands, like, you know, where you get on and you're like, let me look for a job because this is not working. Um, or you just want to walk away, or maybe I could sell it, or you're just looking for a way out because it's hard. And business growth is personal growth and it is tough, no question about it. But this is where being unbreakable, like Sandy, you didn't stop. And the one thing that I love about you so much, I love many things, but you were open to coaching, right? You got to a place where you're like, I need help. So you got help, but then you actually were open to coaching and and Sandy took action. And this is one of the things like if you're in a place right now where you're struggling and you need the help, it's not enough to just hire the help. And Adrian, I know you've seen this before too, where it's like, oh, I hired the coach, but now I'm not showing up. I'm not doing any of the work. I'm not taking any of it seriously. I'm pushing back. I'm arguing all these things. 
and you don't get any of the value of coaching, or maybe you're just looking for a coach to prove yourself right. And it's not the right reason. And so Sandy, when she came into coaching, the reason why she's been so successful is because she did have an open mindset. She was willing to be coached and she then took the action. She actually went out there and did the things that needed to be done to not just save her business, but really, really scale and grow her business. Yeah, I just, I, I just knew that I needed help in this area because I, I, I did the best that I could up to the point that I could do it then, but it got beyond the realm of my, my abilities. So um, that's when I knew I needed and needed guidance. So, yeah. Mm. And, And that's one of the reasons why at the retreat, we're pairing, you know, multiple coaches with our, our people who are attending because you do need help. We all need help. Even I'm so looking forward to being there because I know that I'm going to learn from every person there. And I know I'm going to get help to apply to my business, even though I'm one of the coaches, I'm still going to learn things and I'm still going to get help I need. I'm still going to get answers I need. And just being surrounded by other women I'm sure you guys can also speak to if you've had experiences before where you've been part of, you know, a women's group or something where the women weren't necessarily supportive. Um, I've had that experience, Sandy, you probably, and Adrian, you too, where the women are competitive or catty yeah. or it becomes this like contest of revenues. And, you know, it just, it, it just becomes backbiting and just lots of nonsense. And so if you've had an experience like that, I do want to say there are great women out there. <laughs> give up. Just make sure you find your group. But it's so important for us to love on each other, support each other, help each other. And so put yourself in a situation where you can get new ideas and inspiration and help and not have to necessarily even be the person to come up with the solution. It's out there. You just have to be the one that has an open mind and is willing to seek it out. Yeah, absolutely. And I just real quick, you know, as my business after, you know, talking with Jennifer and my business started growing and things were looking so great. Well, then COVID hit. And Mm. that was really, I mean, talk about unbreakable because that's something we deal with schools. All schools are closed. How are we going to sell our products? We went from going, growing to zero revenue. And, Mm -hmm. and I remember, you know, just, I can handle things that I make a mistake of, but when it's out of my control, I, I, it was, how, how do you deal with this? And I remember Jennifer telling me, she said, um, are you, how are you going to use this time? Do you want to look back at this time and say, I made the most of this time, or are you going to go back and regret it? And I know that I made the most of that time because we pivoted and we ended up creating virtual programs that ended up being in 2020, the best revenue year in the company's history, where it never, and I told her, you know, that I don't know what's, how I'm going to keep my employees. I don't know how this is going to happen. And then, you know, a couple months into it, she says, I can see you breaking, you know, doing unbelievable this year. And I'm thinking to myself, no, you're wrong, Jennifer. I just want to survive. Well, she was right. We ended up having our best year ever. And it was just because we pivoted and figured it out, you know. And so it's mm-hmm. always unbreakable. And we always say uh, that there's, um, you know, we are not accepting failure. 
you know, it's just not going to happen. And we got to just figure it out. So uh, that's what we did. I'm so glad you brought that up, Sandy, because I've only heard Sandy cry twice when I first met her and after COVID. (laughs) And that was it. But it was such a a very, very tough time. And um, I'm, again, you, you listened you listened. You said, wait a second, how am I going to use this time to my advantage? You could have shut down. You could have said, Jennifer, you're wrong. You could have not listened to me, but you didn't. You listened and you pivoted and you created these online programs that have been such a catalyst for really and truly growing the company. So I'm going to give this recording to my husband because I keep telling him all the time I'm right. And so now (laughs) I've got to record it, honey. See, I told you I'm right. (laughs) Yeah, listen to Jennifer. (laughs) I I also think uh, listen to Jennifer because I think that Jennifer is able to approach things from your best interest, your best perspective. It doesn't have anything to do with her. Even though she loves to see people make progress, she's truly invested in your success for you as opposed to having, you know, her be the one that is the the shining example of success. And I, that's what A- I love Absolutely. Her. And I want to add to that that what that what really also I find is that Jennifer, you are also a small business owner. So mm-hmm. you are dealing with the same things that we are dealing with. And you're mm-hmm. not afraid to share those ups and downs. And that makes you feel, I mean, right off the bat, it's like, okay, the credibility is there. You're not in this big corporate uh, coaches, you know, that the thousands of coaches. It's like you walk the talk. You are part of this. And so that really, you know what we're going through. This It's I not do. just, you know, lip service. And so that that really uh, speaks volumes and it really helps because you know, because when I say something, you're like, Sandy, I get it. I'm, I'm <laughs> dealing with this right now, you know? So it, that's right. that really, really is helpful too. You know, it's yeah. so true. And even when I work with my coach, sometimes just working with somebody who has been through it gotten to the other side, can say to you, yeah, I remember going through this and you know you're not alone. There's just something about that when I work with my coach and he's like, Jennifer, I know right where you're at. I went through this. You know, Here's how it really affected me. Here's what I did to move through it. It just helps me, like gives me that inspiration to be like, okay, if he did it, I can do it too. And that is part of the reason why I love, I love my businesses. I do not every minute of the day, but most of the time, 98% of the time, I love my businesses, but it keeps me connected because all my clients are business owners. So of course, it's just like, I don't ever want to get to a place where I can no longer empathize or be there um, as a support because we're all going through it. And that's why it is important to ask for help and work with other people and have a coach and come to groups, you know, and just get that support because other people have been there and survived it and they can help you shorten your curve and, and get to where you want to be. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And just the, 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 the thirst for knowledge journey of learning, yeah. continuing to learn. Don't think, okay, I've learned all I need to know about my business. I'm good. Mm-mm. That's never going to happen. Nope. You constantly are learning. 
And that's what I, I, I love. I love being able to learn everything, uh, new things every day. I so it's amazing, but I, I just love that. And being able to be in that place to want to learn, I think is very important as a business owner to say, you know what, there's always something for me to learn up there. There is. I'm, yeah. was, I'm working on a, another business book right now. And he was saying that's one of the mistakes that really successful people will make is they think because I'm successful now, I'll always be successful. And it's not true. You have to always be learning and creating and crafting and growing and expanding and almost staying like hungry for that success, no matter where you are, because success today is no guarantee of success tomorrow. No, I mean, a perfect example of my entertaining. You know, mm-hmm. I was very successful there. I didn't have to, people just came to me and, and hired me. I never had to advertise. It was great. And when I first started my business, it was because of, of my credibility as a clinician. And then they just purchased my products because of me. And, but then it got to the point, I don't know where to go from here. And, and yeah. so it was, I had to completely redefine myself. Yeah. And uh, that was, that was hard to do, but I had to do it or else I wouldn't be talking to you today. <laughs> so. Absolutely. Oh, this has been just absolutely fantastic. Adrian, you want to close this out? Uh, I was just going to ask Sandy, yeah. what would be for people listening um, who may be, you know, struggling and thinking, you know, what do I need to do? What would be your one great piece of advice for someone on their journey to becoming unbreakable? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is to look at yourself, see where this is where it starts. It's got to start here and it's got to start here to make the changes. And so if you've been doing things a certain way and you've always done it that way, because that's the way it is, Let's take a look at that, maybe. Maybe take a look at it. It might not be the best way. There or there's other ways of doing it. You know, I, I just think it, it, it's got to start from here. It, it really does. And I think taking a good, hard look at yourself and then also being open to help. Because if, I tell you, it's, it, those two things were the things, the pivoting things, those two things changed my life personally, as well as, uh, as an entrepreneur, as a business owner. Mm, I love that so much. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us. You truly are a shining example of what it is to be unbreakable. And I know that we're just so grateful that you were able to come on the podcast today and have the conversation with us. So thank you so much. Absolutely. And thank you so much for inviting me. It was wonderful. So thank you. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Wonderful. All right, ladies. Okay. okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us on our exploration today. We would love to hear where you are on your journey to becoming unbreakable. So send us an email at team at jenniferdawncoaching.com. Please subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts. We'd be so grateful if you take a moment to leave a review and share these powerful stories with women in your life. Sometimes all it takes is a physical challenge to help us realize what type of power and resilience we hold deep inside and how that strength can help us through just about anything in our life. That's why Jennifer and I decided to hold our first ever Unbreakable Week, happening May 4th, 
through the 9th in Kalispell, Montana. For details, visit the landing page at jenniferdawncoaching.com and we'll put the link, the exact link in the show notes. Now, this is a small group with only eight spots remaining. So sign up now. Isn't it time that you put yourself first? Come along with us and invest in this incredible adventure today and surround yourself with like-minded people who are on their own journey in business and in life. Together, we can help one another become unbreakable.